Groovy. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. My name is Tom Van Zant. This is episode number seven. With me, as always, are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. What up? Here comes the money. Here we go. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Um, this isn't J Money. What? Not here. What I the? Mean, I, Hold on a I second. I think. What do you mean? This isn't J Money. Who the hell's this? Remember that Royal Rumble party? Yeah, the party on he, Sunday. Yeah, he's still hungover. He's he, I, he's still hungover from the party. <laughs> This is this is Mike. I think I'm I'm going to be filling in. I'm kind of using his phone. Oh my God! Is this is this Iron Mike himself? Is this Farmer Mike? Oh, that's right. Jay Money, I knew you wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately, Money could not make it this week. So Farmer Iron Mike is kind enough to fill in, and we're happy to have you. Thank you for stepping in and filling his rather large shoes. Did you bring the money for us at least? I brought my pajamas, getting ready for bed. There you go. Yeah, we do record rather (laughs) late around here at uh, Not Headquarters. But, hey, good to have you. Thanks for stepping in. Well, money's not here to do the social media presence, so I guess I guess I got to turn to Derek for this one this time. Derek, can you give us some social media for all of the knotheads out there? Oh, my goodness. This is is a tough one for me. You can handle this. (laughs) All right, all you knotheads out there, well... Make sure you check out our Facebook page, Not Another Nerdy Podcast, at Not Podcast One. Also, don't forget to check out our Instagram page. Check us out on Twitter, Not Podcast One, and also our YouTube channel, Not Podcast One. Pretty easy to remember, pretty universal. Yeah, I'm writing mm-hmm. that down right now. You're writing it down. Not Podcast <laughs> One. One. The, the, not, not one spelled out, just the number the one. The number one is, is the key. Not W-O-N. No, not like you won something, although Derek won something at the Royal Rumble party Sunday. Night. Oh, yeah, he did. We'll, we'll talk oh, about that. I did. We'll discuss that in our recap coming up. But yes, Here comes it's, the money. It's not podcast the number one, and that is how you find all the magic that is not another nerdy podcast. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that. And normally I would drop the you are so money drop here, but you're not money, so I can't drop that. <laughs> I'll drop I want some money, though. I'm going to drop something else for you. Let's see if I can find a, another sound drop to drop for you. Delete! 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 <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel Matt, the love. Matt Hardy approves. <laughs> awesome. Well... How was your week, boys? I know uh, I just saw you both a couple days ago at the Royal Rumble party Sunday night at Derek's house. Mr. D-Rock hosted the Royal Rumble, and we did drop that little mini-sode. Episode 6.5 came out a few days ago, and hopefully everyone has listened to those nine riveting minutes. (laughs) 
But, yep. Yep. but here we are recording our full-length episode for the week. This is episode seven. But yeah, I, I feel like in that little nine-minute episode, we didn't really talk about the party itself. We just kind of recapped the rumble real quick. And uh, I think the, the party itself was worth discussing and talking about. So what do you think? You want to give a little quick party recap from our Royal Rumble extravaganza? Let's do it. Derek, since it was your house and you hosted, why don't you start? Yeah, I mean, 6 o'clock came around, Eastern Standard Time. Mr. J Money was making margaritas and mimosas for everyone coming over. Oh, yeah. And I got a bunch of beer and food, and parties started rocking, and there was, like, pretty sure, like, 25 different people here at the house. I was going to say, how many people did you actually invite? Because <laughs> it seemed like you invited, oh, I don't know, everyone you know? <laughs> and then, uh, ironically enough, everyone you know showed up. <laughs> because typically when I have, I usually invite like 10 or 12 people and half show, and I consider that a success. I'm like, okay, good, six or seven people, that's enough, that's that's a party. <laughs> oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Everyone that you invited to the Royal Rumble came to Rumble. I mean, I actually think there were 30 wrestlers in the Royal Rumble. There were easily 30 people in your living room. Yeah, I think there was. So maybe next time you want to just shave a little bit off. You want to trim the guest list just maybe for WrestleMania. You want to maybe, I don't know, cut it in half. 14 or 15 is probably a good number of your closest friends, you know. (laughs) Just a suggestion. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just making a suggestion. All right, Rich, Rich and Joey are out for WrestleMania. No, it was actually very good to see them both. I haven't seen either one of them in quite a long time. Yeah, so, it was. So especially Joey, I haven't seen him mm-hmm. since you know this that whole bullshit debacle between us with So Wizard. So that was really mm-hmm. good. It was really cool to hang with him and uh, his wife made chocolate cake, which was fucking phenomenal. So Jen, yeah, that was awesome. That was so nice of her to do that. that Jen, sweet. Oh, yeah. Jen, if you're Delicious. listening, thank you very much. That was awesome. Your cake was amazing. And yes, I, thank you. I, and of I course, had, he's listening. I had two pieces. Mm-mm-mm. Joey DiCarlo is a lucky man. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people there, Derek, and I knew maybe <laughs> a third of them. So who were all those people? You might as well tell me, since, since the listeners don't know any of them, and neither do I. Maybe you could <laughs> explain. Pretty, yeah, pretty much all the guys who work at the dealership with me. Ah. Well, the, for the people that you didn't know. Right. You knew everyone else. I did. The enigmatic Dr. Bill was there. That was nice. He was. In the flesh. Yeah. Or as I like to call him, Jay Money's sidekick. Yep. If Jay Money was a superhero, Dr. Bill would definitely be his Robin. Dr. Bill would be his Burt Ward. Yep. And speaking of Burt Ward, Dr. Bill is, <laughs> I think he's going to buy that Lego Batman, 60s Batman cave for $300. From the Lego store? Oh, yeah, oh. I bet. I hope he does. No, we were talking oh, wow. about that. Yeah, we were talking We were talking some Legos because Dr. Bill got in, in on the Batman Lego craze. He's been buying blind bags. And so I said, hey, Google search this. So he looked up the Lego store exclusive 1960s Batcave. That's the one with the fireman pole? Yes, sir. Comes, and the red down. bat phone. And the red bat phone, yep. And they can climb up the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty outstanding. It's 300 bucks, which is why I do not currently own it. But Dr. Bill seemed like he was going to get it. Mm-hmm. That's worth it. Mike, so. Dr. Bill has the uh, Lego Simpsons playset. The house? Yeah, the big one. Dude, that was 300 bucks. I think it was only 200 for that one or 250 but he bought that one. Holy crap. They have like all of Springfield in Lego? Yeah. Like the Quickie Mart? 
Uh, yeah, I don't yes. know if it has Quickie yes, Mart. they have the Quickie it, Mart. It does? Okay. It's a separate set. Quickie Oh, okay. Yeah, you can get it. It's online only, I believe. You you can get the Quickie Mart with a poo. A yep. poo from Aladdin? No. A poo. <laughs> no. Yes. A poo, the Quickie Mart owner. Oh, okay, okay. The guy who sells the squishies. I'm not a big Simpsons guy. Uh, yeah, the monkey from Aladdin runs the uh, Quickie Mart. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when are they doing like a live action Aladdin? Like they're doing live action Beauty and the Beast. Oh, don't worry, I'm sure it's coming. coming. Yeah, and then a, a poof from Quickie Mart could be on the magic carpet with Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Well, so yeah, so there were a bunch of people I didn't know. They were all very cool, though. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been there. I just <laughs> maybe at some point you could have introduced us. That would have been good. I didn't. No, well, the only introduction I got was when I walked in and Jay Money announced over the karaoke machine, Tom Van Zandt, I knew you'd come. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't think I needed to do that. And I'm sure everyone in the room was like, who the fuck is this guy and why does he get his own intro? Like, what is that? <laughs> What's that about? Like, did he do that for everyone as they walked in? Like, did he no, say, just you. Did he say, random service guy from Derek's dealership, I knew you'd come. <laughs> no, just yeah. you. The only thing Derek introduced us to was his, his uh, toy room there, all, all his action figures. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, here's Wolverine. Oh, man, was that something to behold? Yeah. Well, oh, it's, it's it's still a project under construction. Yeah, but it's off to a good start. Yeah, yeah that's a potential there. Yeah. That's what Carly was saying when Mike came in. She she didn't even realize that Mike had never been here before, so she was like, I think he's upstairs. And Mike's like, where? <laughs> Upstairs? There's an upstairs? <laughs> it's a loft, secret loft. Oh, that's yeah. an awesome space. Well, I had to drive a whole state to get there. That's right. <laughs> well, you're fr- that's because you're from Coventry, Connecticut, USA Earth, 616. Right. Originally of- from Hartford. That's right. West Hartford. And of course, home of the whale. Home of Coleco. <laughs> that's right. The Cabbage Patch Kid and ColecoVision. That's from Hartford? I didn't realize the Cabbage Patch Kid was... From West Hartford, that's right. Xavier Roberts, the creator of the Cabbage Patch Kid, was from Hartford, Connecticut? I don't know if he was, but the company that produced them was. Awesome. (laughs) So what else do we want to talk about the Rumble Party? I will say Jay Money went through two entire bottles of tequila, which was pretty astounding. Is that a lot? Uh, Well, yeah, and I think the majority of that tequila was consumed by Jay Money himself. Oh, okay. But he did make some great margaritas. Yes, his strawberry margarita was absolutely the hit of the party, and that was definitely keeping me going. Oh, yeah, yeah, the guys guys are going nuts over that. Mm -hmm. I would say the best margaritas I've ever had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even puts a little tiny umbrella in there, a little garnish. He goes all out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Felt Um, like Jurassic Park. He spared no expense. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What were you I was say the uh, the the official uh, security guard of uh, Not Headquarters, Eddie Diesel, was also giving uh, props to Jay Money's mixing abilities, saying he was yelling at Eddie the whole night. Eddie, your your drink is too low. Have some more. Yes. Have a fill up. <laughs> yeah, Jay Money is definitely that really bad influence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's the guy. If you want to just kind of like take it easy, you just want to you know nurse your drink and make it through the night. Jay Money's not the person to drink with because Jay Money, he sees your glass half full and he considers it half empty and he refills it for you. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. 
to give you an idea how bad an influence he is, he made me do a shot. And you know me, I don't do shots. I don't handle shots well. Oh, yeah. He tried to make me do that shot. And I said, I got to drive a tractor trailer truck in the morning. You are out of your goddamn mind. Oh, yeah. And he said, here, give it to Derek instead. Huh? Yep. Yep. Thank you for taking one for the Tom. Thanks. Would he give you shots when you were a kid, too? When you were like six and he was like 32? <laughs> I, th- I think he did when he when he was trying to teach me how to drive his stick shift Trans Am back in the day. That sounds a little little gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that sounds a little gay. That sounds a little Iceman to me. Well, I mean, they're cousins, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are from the farm. You would know that kind of thing exists. Yeah, you know, we keep it in the family. <laughs> You guys are sickos. Whoa. Well, now Jay Money's sister can't listen to this episode either. And neither can Bill's sister. (laughs) (laughs) Delete! Bunch of people just unsubscribed. Sorry about that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's right. Sorry, not sorry. So what else did we take away from that Royal Rumble party? I had to go out twice. That was fucking annoying. Yeah, that was really nice. Even Carly said that was really nice of Tom. Well, hey, we needed ice. We couldn't make margaritas without ice. And you're, for some reason, your uh, expensive refrigerator wasn't making ice. So, just saying. <laughs> I bet if Iceman was in the freezer, it would have. Well, I thought it was ironic because, you know, all this talk about Iceman, <laughs> we couldn't have any ice in your fridge. I'm like, maybe we shouldn't have been mocking gay Iceman. And then there would have been plenty of ice in the fridge. This you is... were Iceman. So, I'm calling it Gay Iceman's Revenge. That's what happened. Gay Iceman got pissed off because we were talking shit, and there was no ice. Yeah, I was actually, I was hetero Iceman that night. You were the Iceman. Your mutant power is picking up ice at 7-Eleven. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yep. So I went and got the bag of ice, brought it back, and then Jay Money goes, oh, we need salsa. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, God damn it. You're lucky that like Derek literally lives a rock throw away from seven eleven. So I went back out, I grabbed the salsa, then I came back and we were good. And you know what we're a hit? The the scoop chips that I bought. Because you had that homemade guacamole, but you had those flat lame tortilla chips. And that doesn't <laughs> hold anything. You need the scoops, god damn it. You need those Tostito scoops. Yep. So I came with the scoops. Was those pretty... beers you had were pretty good. Oh, yeah, the cold snaps. That's Sam Adams. That's good stuff. I, I might have had one of those. I don't even remember. Yeah, you were pretty blotto. You were still drunk the next day when you... <laughs> I, wait a minute. Does anyone from your work listen to this? No. Oh, all right, good. You were fucking <laughs> smashed the next day at work. <laughs> Yeah, it was. You were still smoking that. You were smoking that bong up there. No, no, come on. None of that was happening. Delete that. Delete that. <laughs> None of that was happening. None of that was happening. I, I'm a little upset with you that you didn't bring some of your maple syrup, though. Oh, I wasn't ready yet. I'm like Mike. What'd you do today? He's like, oh, I was making maple syrup all day, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Got you know, some nice. Uh, I'll make egg. some pancakes right now, right here. Let's go. Where's the maple I'll bring syrup? Bring some eggs. <laughs> Oh, that's what you didn't bring. You didn't bring eggs, bro. Come get them. <laughs> Come down to Coventry, Connecticut. I'll trade you some cupcakes for some eggs. Oh, cupcakes I brought? <laughs> <laughs> Give me those cupcakes back. Hey, at least you I brought, brought something. I already brought them to work the right, next day. Right, They're Derek. gone within five seconds. Oh, all right, Derek. Derek, this is the key question here. This is the key question, and you don't have to name names. I'm not asking you to call anybody out, but I got to know. You invited 100 people to your party and 150 showed up. 
of those hundred <laughs> of, of those hundred and fifty people, how many actually came empty handed? Don't lie to me. Um, I think pretty much everyone brought something. I, as far as I know, I, I'm not sure. Honestly, because I was pretty intoxicated by the time most of the people got here. You're trying to protect your friends. I don't remember, too. I don't remember what happened during the show. There were not 800 hors d'oeuvres to choose from. There's no way everyone brought something. All right? (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't really tell everyone to bring anything either. Yeah, but it's party etiquette 101. You get invited to something like that, you bring something. Bottle of wine. Something. Well, there was pulled pork. Oh, that was fucking good. That was really fucking good. Yeah, my main man Leonard's uh, wife made made that for our party. It was awesome. Let me tell you about something, Mrs. Leonard. That was exquisite. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you so much. Actually, Stu Leonard was there. <laughs> Stu Leonard <laughs> and I made the kibasa with the barbecue sauce, which was gone by the time I got there. Uh, yeah, you're the last those. person. You're the last person to show up. The no, cornbread was good. Oh, that was yeah. Oh, that was good. There's maybe ten different kinds of chocolate chip cookies. Those mm. are. All good. All yep. good. Yeah, two different people brought cookies. Yep. Now we had a couple of people bring bring beer. A couple of people just bring beer for themselves. I brought <laughs> beer and I brought <laughs> I brought beer. I brought two bags of Doritos and I brought the scoop chips for the guacamole and ice and ice and salsa. Yeah, I brought a ton of shit. What the fuck? <laughs> now that I think about it, you know what? You better give me some credit. I help host that party. <laughs> it was at your house, but Jesus Christ. Feel like all I right, all right. When, when I when I set up the invitations for WrestleMania party at not headquarters, you can be the co-host for that. All right, fair enough. I'm gonna have to buy a third bottle of tequila for. Uh, actually, you know what I'm gonna do? Money. If you're listening, this is what I'm doing for us, buddy. I'm gonna buy a bottle of Patron Silver that only you and I are going to make margaritas with, and everyone else can have the other shit. What's the difference? Uh... Uh, my Iron Mike can have some too, but that's it. What's the difference? What do you mean, what's the difference? Patron, silver, tequila? Yeah. That's like the top high-end shit. That's the good shit. What was Jay Money using? Not that. Oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't shit tequila, but it wasn't Patron Silver. Oh. Patron Silver, you don't even know you're drinking tequila until you stand up, and then you're like, holy shit. <laughs> until you wake up in the morning after you go to work? Uh, yeah, if you wake up. <laughs> hmm. It's good stuff. I, I, woke, I woke up at 3 a.m. on the couch. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> I took my contacts, I ripped my contacts out of my eyes and threw them down the garbage disposal. <laughs> some of the knotheads were disappointed. They thought we were going to do some live feeds on Facebook of of the party, and they didn't get that. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't do that. What the hell were we thinking? We were too busy drinking and mocking yeah. each, and making fun of each other and being dicks. In fact, we, we spent more time in your toy room than we did watching the fucking Rumble. Like, well, we missed yeah, all of the yeah, first Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, every, every five minutes, people are like, oh, can we go check out the toy room? I'm like, oh, Christ. Then you took me down cellar to see your comic book collection. Yeah. And you what you didn't explain to me was that all your fucking eBay selling toys were down there. So I spent an hour going through those downstairs. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't you know I have a problem? You can't show me these things. That's why I like to show you as much stuff as possible. Oh, my God. Yeah, play some bids on while you're there. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> you, you want to hear something funny about, it? what was it, Derek, a year and a half ago? I bid on some mini-mates, some Wolverine mini-mates. Yep. And I won them. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, then and you never, they never sent them to you? No, it wasn't like Watto. Then it turns out that I 
bought them from Derek, and I didn't even realize. The, <laughs> I didn't even realize the auction was Derek's. And he goes, "Hey, when do you want me to? Do you want me to just drop those off to you?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's, he's like, "You fucking bought those from me." I'm like, "What?" And then, sure as shit, it was Derek. I won an eBay auction from Derek and didn't even fucking realize it. Hey, Mike, I think I charged him for shipping too. Yeah, you did, you dick. Now that I think about it, that's some bullshit. You, you and eBay got their ten percent, and PayPal got their ten percent. Yeah, That's what right. the fuck, Derek? You could have just fucking handed them over to me. I would have given you the cash. We, didn't, you know what? eBay don't got to know. I, I did hand it over to you. I just charged you for shipping too. You dick. <laughs> I'm glad I gave you neutral feedback, you fucker. <laughs> nah, that was cool. Uh, it was a cheap price, so I wasn't complaining. But I got so I got some more of them if you want. Got that whole set for like twelve bucks. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, man, are we on a tangent tear tonight? Woo! It's all good. What are we talking about? So what else? Let's let's re let's let's cap the recap on the Rumble party. What's what'd you take away from it? What's the last thing you remember? What's the most memorable thing about the whole thing? Other than the fact that Derek, who hosted the party, won the fucking jackpot of $75, which I think is fixed. Next year we're doing 10 bucks a piece. Yeah, 20 and, bucks. And at WrestleMania, Mike, we're going to do uh, picks for the uh, ladder match. Who's in the ladder match? Well, they always Hard do like point. six to eight different ladder match contestants for the for the belt for the intercontinental belt. So Derek won the seventy five bucks, and I'm sure you're going toy hunting tomorrow with that seventy five dollars, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yes, I you, am. Or did you have to give some to your lovely girlfriend and housemate? I, I did. I gave I gave her uh, her portion back. Mm-hmm. I think the the raffle actually made it more interesting. Oh, it absolutely did. And it, so we actually paid attention to the show at that I was going to say it kept yeah. pe- and it kept people there because they had to wait, you know, to see mm-hmm. if their guy was going to win the match, if they were going to get the money. And then of course, the last two men standing are both the guys that Derek picked. How what are the fucking odds <laughs> of that happening? What are the odds? I guess you can calculate that. <laughs> you probably You're good at math. You could. Oh fuck. I was just happy and Roman Reigns. Number 23 win. won, and I thought uh, number 30 was going to win. Well, number 30 was Roman Reigns, so you got to be glad he didn't win. Well, I'm, of course I'm glad he didn't win. I can't believe Undertaker got bounced out. That sucked. Oh, I had Undertaker, number 29. Yeah, buddy. I heard that bell ring. Yep. Gone. <laughs> I had a couple of jobbers. I knew I wasn't winning anything. Chris Jericho was number two. He was there till the end, pretty much. Yeah, that's because yeah, he, he kept was just, hiding he was outside a, of the he's ring. He's a 61-minute man. <laughs> he kept hiding outside the ring, the little bastard. <laughs> All right, well, my takeaway from this is if I have a party, don't invite everyone I know because everyone I know might show up. <laughs> that's my takeaway from your Royal Rumble party, Derek. Derek actually invited 1,000 people, and 28 showed up. <laughs> No, it was a good time, though. I just wish I knew half those people. Like, it would have probably been a lot more fun if I knew people. You knew Strozik? Yeah, I knew Strozik. You should have had them wear name tags or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not had stickers with their names written all over it. That's it. Did you recognize me? It's been a while. Of course I recognize you, Mike. We worked together somewhere? Yeah, we, we, we used to sling toys together back in the day. Did we do some inventories together? We uh... we definitely did some inventories. Miserable. <laughs> Absolutely miserable. Uh, it's like, I only want to count the Star Wars figures. Don't give me the Barbies. Why am I in the Barbie section? This is bullshit. <laughs> Go over to the stuffed animal section now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Go count the Matchbox and Hot Wheel cars. <laughs> I am a hammerhead shark. 
Go count the Pokemon card booster packs. Oh. We've got that rack tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> so glad I'm out of retail. Fuck that. Are you done with the battery rack yet, Mike? It's been 18 years. I'm still working on it. Oh, my God. Remember that? You'd have to fucking offer people batteries if they were buying a fucking board game. Or a piece of candy. Yeah. Do you want a, you want a pack of batteries with your cow tail, sir? What? They don't have to be confused, too. Would you like what do you some... mean? These batteries? Do you, would no. You, would you like <laughs> a pack... It's a high-margin item. We need to sell them. Would you like a packet of batteries with your matchbox car? <laughs> You like batteries with your batteries? <laughs> hey, man, you got to build up that UPT, man. Units per transaction. That's what it's all about. That's right. Thank God I'm out of retail. Yep. Oh, shit. Well, I'm still in retail, but my UPT is goals one every time. That's right. Just one car. <laughs> Remember that time you uh, tried to sell me a car and you failed miserably? <laughs> Remember that time I sold your wife like four cars? Exactly. So I call it even. We're even. <laughs> Of course, Derek. Add-ons? Can't you add on like a... Car freshener. <laughs> floor mats. Satellite radio. Do you like batteries to your car, sir? <laughs> I hope so. Does it come with a battery? <laughs> Not this one. Not this one. There's Runs on double A's. You need 600 double A's to get it to start. <laughs> you said you wanted the hybrid one. <laughs> I can throw in the weasel that chases the ball. <laughs> nine. nine. And I'll throw in an oink and ollie in the trunk, too. <laughs> F- fuck that pig. Oink and ollie. Oh, God. Does everyone listening remember all those? I'm sure they do. No. Besides, most people have stopped listening by now. Which, <laughs> this, episode, this episode is just specifically for us at this point. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? All right, well... I think that's going to cap the recap on the Royal Rumble party at Derek's house. But, Derek, thanks for hosting. That was a good time. I'm glad I showed up, even though I don't give two shits about wrestling. No problem. You know what my takeaway was? What? Never drinking again. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) What was your takeaway, Mike? Not not until parade day, right, Derek? (laughs) Yeah. St. Paddy's Day parade. And Jay Money will be hosting that. That's right. Uh, I'll make sure to invite everyone he doesn't know to that, too. (laughs) Mike, what was your takeaway from the Rumble? My takeaway was money makes everything more interesting. Mm-hmm. It sure does. Literally. Show me the money. You know, money made the drinks more interesting, and then money, as in betting on who was going to win the Rumble, made it more interesting. So. Oh, I see what you did there. Eh? <laughs> eh? You like that? Double entendre? Uh, huh? You like that? Uh. I wonder if Watto likes that. <laughs> how would i know i mean so are you going to just admit to the knotheads out there listening that you are tom's Watto statue yeah well i have a special announcement to make about that here we go here it is we have a, a drum roll Derek, <laughs> drum roll what <laughs> there you go when it comes to tom's Watto statue on twitter i Drum roll, please. I am not him. No, come on. It's not me. Bullshit. Everyone thinks it's me for some reason. It is you. No, I swear it's not me. Really? You know, why I don't, you know why another reason why I don't think it's Mike, Tom? Not why? not to you know be on his side on this, but uh, he tweets at weird hours when I know Mike is sleeping because he has to wake <laughs> up early in the morning and shovel horse shit. 
right. you know there was a tweet during the rumble really oh i didn't realize I, that I and didn't. i was uh, i was uh, keeping track of everyone's numbers on that notebook that's true <laughs> i did look I, I was looking at that and i didn't see you have your phone out that's right mike you are the official accountant of not another nerdy podcast you were keeping track of everyone's numbers we appreciate you that's right you think jay money would do that but no no money held the money though didn't he at least until it was time for the payout oh no mike did oh well that seems a little bass backwards maybe i should be mike money <laughs> no you're Eminem. Eminem. so you're not Watto. i thought we had come to the conclusion that you were I think it's Joey still. No, or Tom. I can promise you it's not Joey. Joey would know enough to hashtag and to tag people in the tweets so that it didn't take eight months for anyone to discover that it existed. Oh, it must be Donald Trump then. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do hashtags. <laughs> Could be. So you're <laughs> saying that the president of the United States is Tom's Watto statue. For some I'm reason... Saying it's- for not some, impossible. You know, for some reason, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess I uh, I apologize for accusing you. I thought it was you. If Tom's Watto statue left the country, would he be allowed back in? <laughs> well, he's technically an alien. <laughs> so, you know, maybe he's an illegal alien. And, but I don't know about Tom's Watto statue's religious beliefs. Is there that a, could lead to trouble. Is, is there a Toydarian ban? As far as I know. All right. Let's not get political. <laughs> That's a slippery slope. We could. In other news. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, anyway, Watto continues to tweet, and his tweets are hilarious. I have to say, he actually spoke Hutnese the other day, and uh, I don't speak Hutnese, so I'm not sure what he said. Actually, let me read it to you. Hold on. So we know it's not Tom because he doesn't speak Hutnese. That's right. I have no <laughs> clue what the hell was going on. Does Joey? Uh, no. Okay, Tom's Watto statue. The other day, Money had posted the picture of Derek holding the $75 winnings from the Rumble, and Tom's Watto statue replied, Bonapakisa tolpa da banki naburicha naga owana mit chaboda. Translation, please, Derek. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't either. I wrote. Yeah, I don't know. I wrote back. Sorry, Watto. I don't understand Hutton's. I don't know what the hell he's saying there, but I'll tell you what. Whoever is doing it is pretty damn clever and paying attention to the details. I appreciate that. He was upset that he wasn't invited to the party. Well, I'm surprised he wasn't. It seems like everyone else was. <laughs> he doesn't have Facebook, so. Right. Or was he there? Mm. <laughs> he said he wouldn't. Even if he was invited, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be there anyway because he'd be in a box in the basement. <laughs> oh shit! Well, he wouldn't be able to get there anyway because it would cost eight hundred dollars to get him up here from Florida. True. He's got yeah. wings. He can fly. That's true. It's a good point by you. He's he's also uh, Isa still waiting for my keychain and stickers. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll send him a keychain and stickers, but I want him to take a picture with the keychain and stickers. That's the <laughs> that's the caveat. So if Watto will pose with the Not Another Nerdy keychain, uh, it's on its way. It's already on its way to Florida. Actually, that'd be a good way of finding out where it actually is because he'd have to give us his address in Florida, and then I could hunt down the bastard that stole my money and didn't give me my Watto. Just look in your eBay account. <laughs> 
like last 15 years purchases. It doesn't go back that far. I, I've tried. <laughs> no. I've checked. Yeah. What if place it's actually or... the guy who was selling the statue in the first place that happened to have heard your podcast? And started stalking me? Yeah. And not, not only be funny, but be a motherfucker. Right. Just to rub it in. No, that's not likely. You think? <laughs> no. No, maybe. No, it's definitely one of my asshole friends who think they're funny. Actually, they are could, funny. It is Could funny. be Wag Jeff, because you know he doesn't know how to use Twitter, and he wasn't at the party. True, true. But Wag Jeff, he's got better things to do. Like what? I don't know, but he has better things to do. He has like better... go to Oakland A's games? <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you I was, I was watching baseball at some... Some random, I was at some random bar, and there happened to be baseball on TV. I don't normally watch baseball. And let me guess, Wag Jeff show, was on TV. They show like a shot of the crowd, and there's like a zoomed-in face of <laughs> Wag Jeff at, with, wearing an Oakland A's hat. Because he was the only <laughs> Oakland A's. At an away game. Yeah, he yeah. was the only fan. He was the only <laughs> Oakland A's <laughs> fan remember, at the like, Red what? Sox game, yes. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. This story would mean so much to the listeners if they had any fucking clue who Wag Jeff was. <laughs> Sadly, they do not. He's just our embarrassing friend who never wants to hang out with us. The, uh, the best way to describe Wag Jeff is, think of gay Iceman, but in real life. <laughs> That's Wag Jeff. And he collects Jenna Jameson statues. <laughs> <laughs> we should introduce Wag Jeff to Bill's sister. Oh, boy. This conversation's about to take a weird turn. <laughs> That's a conversation for a whole other yeah, show. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Let's change the subject. All right, well, hey, listen. We've talked enough about the Rumble. We've talked enough about our random tangents. We've talked enough about whether or not Mike is Watto. I still think he is, just for the record. Now we're going to talk about some nerdy news, because honestly, that's what these people are here for. That's why they take the time to download this podcast every week. So let's get on with it. Who has some nerdy news that needs to be discussed? I do. All right, Derek, you're up first. What would you like to talk about? Well, you know how DC Comics has the rights to a lot of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons and makes comic books of them as of late? Yes. You know, they have Wacky Raceland. They have Future Quest, which is my personal favorite. They have the Flintstones. They have Scooby-Doo. Well, they're going to be revamping Snagglepuss as a comic, Tom. Having some Murgatroyd, Derek. Yep, but it, it gets better, Tom. Okay. Uh, he's going to be... He's going to be reinvented, uh, the uh, character, as a gay Southern Gothic playwright. Oh. <laughs> Is that really surprising, though? Oh. <laughs> Not that Snagglepuss? there's anything wrong with that. He's, he's a pink lion of some sort, right? Yeah. He goes, he, he goes like... That's with a lisp. <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Snagglepuss. He was gay all along. Come on. <laughs> oh, he just didn't man. talk about it back then. Uh, but is is this the original Snagglepuss, or did yeah. the other Hanna-Barbera characters go back in time and, and pull the gay Snagglepuss back for the future? <laughs> to see, so that they could save the Herculoids. <laughs> <laughs> and Thunder. Hold on. So they're making Thunder. him a they're making him a playwright. <laughs> is that why he uses the term exit stage right? Apparently. Oh my god. So they're trying to justify his his little quirky sayings. Like yep. the reason and Huckleberry says, Hound is gonna be his his guide into the new world. His gay lover? It just says his guide. I don't know. It doesn't say if he's yeah. gonna be gay. Yeah, no, no. Sounds about right. Huckleberry Hound? 
whether he's gay or not, it just sounds like the most boring story I've ever heard in my life. Who's calling for a Snagopus reboot? I have no idea, and I don't understand why they feel the need to justify why he talks like this. Like, <laughs> why Why do you have to make him gay? Like, I, look, I have no problem with a cartoon character being gay. I have no problem with any of it. But it seems to me like they're like, hey, let's bring back Snagglepuss, and this time we'll explain why he talks like this. Like, that just seems really stereotypical and kind of prejudicial, right? He was always gay, though. Yeah, but I mean... He just didn't talk about it. <laughs> so, I, I mean... What is he... What does he wear? Like a scarf or something? Yeah, I think he, he wears, wears a black a black tie with like he's got a, a little, white tuxedo no, collar. Doesn't, doesn't he have a little yeah. and a little vest? Does he wear a little vest? I don't know. No vest. Called. Probably dated a girl in high school, you know. But <laughs> he dated a girl in cartoon college, and that's when he started experimenting. So there's Hanna Barbera. Wait a minute. That's he had a wild. He, here, Hanna Barbera comic books. He had a wild yeah. night. He had a wild night with Scooby Doo and Scooby Dumb. They had a threesome. Oh boy! <laughs> Remember Scooby Dumb? No, the Bucktooth Scooby. The, the he was like a one? he was a gray Scooby Doo with like a goofy hat with like a folded up brim. He looked like Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll. yeah. He was his cousin, so yeah, it was really weird. Uh, so Snagglepuss got into it with uh, the Scoobies. He he had a Scooby snack one night. I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. Heavens to Murgatroyd, I'm gay even. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just ask my buddy Ace Man. He's a mountain lion. He's a mountain are those lion. Com- are those comics okay? Yeah, the I haven't read Scooby-Doo or Flintstones, but Future Quest is awesome because it's got Herculoids in it, Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, Birdman. Hmm. And Her- Herculoids was the one with the had the rhinoceroses that could shoot lasers out of their horns or something? Correct. And gloop and gleep. Yeah, yeah. I oh, like those was... guys. <laughs> those guys. Remember Thundar? Was Thundar on there? I don't think he's in there yet, but I hope so. Ookla Thundar the, the Barbarian. Ookla the Mock and Princess Ariel. Remember? In the year yeah. 1994. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's some alternate uh, Earth. It's like the... the the Earth got hit by uh, meteors, and like magic takes over afterwards, and wizards. And the Earth was reborn with super sorcery and wizardry, and <laughs> and all of a sudden there's dragons. That was '94, huh? That was a while ago. When the world exploded, I mean. Don't you remember, Tom? I saw that clip on YouTube, and someone commented underneath the video, like, "I, I lived that 1994. I don't remember that." And then someone posted below that, like, "Oh, it happened. The shit's crazy out here." <laughs> Uh, that's funny. All right, so Snagglepuss is gay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. He and Iceman can chill. Ah, oh, see God. what I did there? They can chill. See what I did? I'd read that comic. Sure. They're just they're really stretching with ideas for books now. I'm sorry. I guess so. I guess so. All those people out there who are really interested in 1950s Broadway timelines. It's so fucking weird. I don't. I just don't get it. Exactly. And and Huckleberry Hound. Like, when was he ever someone we cared about? That why is he involved? I don't know. Why did they? Bring... Oh my darling. <laughs> right, Clam and Tang. When when are they? When are they going to bring back Magilla Gorilla while they're at it? Oh, that would rule. Grape Ape. 
I just want to see Hong Kong Fooey. That was my favorite. And Captain Caveman. All right, enough of that. What else? You got anything else, Derek? No, that's it. All right, how about you, Iron Mike? You got anything you want to talk about with the Knotheads this week? That Nintendo Switch coming out next month or what? Yeah, I think so. What day is it? Well, it's today's February 1st. So, yeah, the Switch comes out in the beginning of March. We will all be virtually milking cows very soon. Ooh, I hope so. I've been, I've been practicing. And you actually pre-ordered one? Yep. Nice. I got the pink and blue edition. Oh, the Snagglepuss edition. That's good. Neon red. Yep. The awesome. Same color as Snagglepuss. That's great. Heavens to, Mar- Heavens to Margaret. Huckleberry There you go. Heavens to Murgatroyd, there's no good games even. <laughs> this is Zelda. Yeah, there's Zelda. You're right. Hmm. And yeah, that one-two switch. I guess we'll be playing that. Tonight. And then, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thanks for... Nintendo's thanks, back! Thanks for bringing the news of something we talked about last week. Appreciate that. <laughs> and then, did we talk about that? I wasn't here. Well, all right. You... <laughs> <laughs> We, as a podcast, discussed the And uh, we've all played Super Mario Run on our Apple devices. No. No. Uh, <laughs> so why, well, don't you, why don't you tell us about that? that well, this is, this is old news, but Super Mario came out on iPhones. It's also coming out on Android phones for those of us that don't have a, a Macintosh phone. <laughs> so it's, Nintendo finally brought Mario to a non-Nintendo device. Wow. He runs to the right, and you tap the screen to jump. Okay. Actually, more fun than it. I just made it sound. <laughs> I hope so. so. So it's like Temple Run with an extra button? Yeah. <laughs> and Mario-themed. You think it's more fun than virtual cow milking? It's not more fun than real cow milking, but what is? <laughs> <laughs> you would know. And then Groundhog's Day Fire Emblem is out for Android. Okay. Fire Emblem game. Now, you're familiar with this? I am. It's a good RPG. Ooh. Yes, tell me about this, Mike. I'm interested in this, actually. I'm, I'm actually paying attention to you now. <laughs> well, it took an hour. <laughs> so Fire Emblem, the uh, strategy RPG, is coming to phone devices. Free to download. Free to start, but then you pay money to continue. Is that how Pay to play, baby. Working? Pay to play. Can I buy it now? Is it Groundhog's Day yet? It uh, is. So, yeah, Groundhog's Day was a couple days ago, so it should be yeah. out now. Yeah. yeah, it's out already. We've played it. It's awesome. <laughs> Just we brought the old classic Fire Emblem strategy game to our phone, so we can play it at Grandma's house. Awesome. <laughs> is that going to be an Apple product also? Yes, but it's coming to Android first this time. Oh, you see okay. what they there? Super Mario came out on Apple first. Fire Emblem's coming out on Android first. So uh. we droid feel left out. Awesome. And Animal Crossing will be coming out later this year, but that's enough for Nintendo, I would say. All right. Well, Boring. Thank you for Nerd. that. Thank you for that information, Mike. Thank you for making that announcement that no one cared about. I have some things that I would like to bring to the Not Headquarters table, if you don't mind. Tell us. Well, first of all, a couple of deaths to announce. It seems like every fucking week we're talking about somebody dying, and it's. Why, why, don't, why don't we talk about people who were born? Yeah, we should. <laughs> We should. Future president of the United States was born today. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. It's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. What about that? Yeah, she's, uh, she's a girl, so that's good. Going to be Future uh, Royal Rumble uh, winner was born today also. Oh, awesome. Maybe you'll win another $75 off that person. 
Fucking fixes him. Sucker was born today. Who? A sucker. A sucker was born. Oh, a sucker. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, in this past week, we lost two legends. And one of them was John Hurt, who most of you probably know from Harry Potter. And you probably know him from V for Vendetta. But his most memorable role that I know him from is from the original Alien movie when he was the very first victim of a chest burster. And he gave birth to the first alien. You guys remember that? Yes. Spaceballs, you mean? Uh, he did have a cameo in Spaceballs where he <laughs> reprised that very role. And Remember? Yeah. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> so, But rest in peace, John Hurt. How he, old was he? He was 77, mm. and he lost his battle with cancer, so that sucks. And then we also lost... Tom, Dick Gardier died two, uh, two weeks ago. You forgot to mention that last week. Who did? He was the dude who played Jaime the Robot on Get Smart, and he also voiced Rodimus Prime in Transformers cartoon. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. All right, and then another legend in the video game industry. The creator of House of the Dead? No. <laughs> Basically, my message is, fuck yourself. Basically, my message is, fuck yourself. Uh, No, that would be Uwe Boll, who directed the movie House of the Dead. Unfortunately, we lost Pac-Man creator Masaya Nakamura. He died at the age of 91, so he lived a full life. Yeah, and he gave us one of the most influential and classic arcade games of all times. Pac-Man, Waka Waka. So rest in peace, Mr. Nakamura. Is that game any good? Or Yeah, it's okay. Oh, okay. Have you seriously never played Pac-Man? I think I used to watch the Pac-Man cartoon when I was little. Oh, you are fired. Pac-Man. You're so fired. <laughs> Wasn't he eaten by Pac-Man in that Adam Sandler movie? Oh, God. I wouldn't know because I did not watch that garbage of a movie. That was in all the previews. I didn't watch it, but it was in He the was movie. in that movie? It was the guy that was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, was Pac-Man okay. came alive and like <laughs> ate his creator. He like bit his hand, yeah. Yeah, oh, bit the hand that fed him, I suppose. That's right. I don't... How clever. Adam Sandler is more clever than I think. <laughs> he hasn't made a good movie since Billy Madison. Sure he has. Mr. Deeds. No, that movie's not good. I love okay. that movie. No. Come on, dude. Nope. Mr. Deeds? Deedsy? Actually, maybe Wedding Singer was after Billy Madison. That was good. Wedding that was good, too. Wedding Singer was good. Little Nicky, was that any good? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think that was the start of the well, downfall. It was good because Ronnie Dangerfield was in it. True. That's it. All right. I can't believe you didn't like Mr. Deeds. No. No. Bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> with, the, with the butler with the dead foot? No. John, T- John Turturro. John Turturro. Hey, hey, hey. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. <laughs> that would be John Turturro. Star of Transformers. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Star of Big Lebowski. He's a pederast. Oh, boy. He's a pederast, dude. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I bet he's played Pac-Man. <laughs> oh boy I bet he has What was Mr. Deed's real name in the movie His first name I forget what it was I, I don't know I wasn't Oh L- Long, Longfellow Longfellow Deeds mm. And a, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago At work There was a customer who, who lived on like Longfellow Avenue 
<laughs> All I kept thinking about is me going over there and hitting his like foot with a with a with golf a, club <laughs> with a stove picker. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It was a fireplace poker. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought golf club because of Happy Gilmore, which was yeah. another one of his classic movies. Which came after Billy Madison. Did it? Yeah, you're right. Okay, mm-hmm. so Billy Madison wasn't the last good movie, but it was one of the last. It was all downhill. Like, Click was not a good movie. No, that was not good. Yeah, that no. was awful. You know what we need to do? We need to do, like, a rundown of all the Adam. We're going to rate all the Adam Sandler movies one of these podcasts, but not this one. But anyway, yeah, so we lost uh, Mr. Nakamura, Nakamura-san. So rest in peace, and Pac-Man was great. Doesn't the legend go that they created Pac-Man and they went out to dinner to have pizza and one guy removed a slice and then they, they looked at what was left on the table there and it looked like Pac-Man? Well, like, let's make a pizza guy that his mouth opens and closes. That would make sense, except they're Japanese. They were probably out having sushi and maybe there was a piece of sushi that had a piece missing and it made it look like a Pac-Man character. Oh. Yeah, and it wouldn't have happened in Massachusetts because if that was the case, then it would be a square pizza. That's right. And, That's and right. Pac-Man was originally called Puck-Man. Yes. I think because he was puck-shaped. That's but right. they had to change it because they were afraid that the kids would go and change the P to an F in the arcade. I'm not going to tell you what that spells, but... Fuck! 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 That's right. He right, would, Derek? He would I be, did know that, yep. He would be Fuck-Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now my mom can't listen to this hide, episode. Hide the kids. Cross her off the list. Okay. Hide your wife, hide your kids. Oh, that would be your mom who could have married the creator of Yankee Candle and you'd, you'd be the son of a millionaire right now, but instead she didn't do that. At least you were able to get your taxes done for a couple of years, though. That's true. Thank you, Wild Man. Right. Actually, it's yeah. funny. Every year come this time, tax time, I think of the Wild Man because Wild Man. Yeah, used I do too. To, yeah. Wild Man used to do my taxes for, for a case. Well, I, I think of him more because he's my dad, not just because he did right. my taxes. But. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it, he used to do my taxes for the low, low price of a case of beer, and that, that would be Genesee. He he loved his Genesee. I think I still have my tax receipts, and they still smell like cigarettes. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Ah, he's a good man. So let's move on. So that's it. That's the bad news I got. And then I have some good news bites. Uh, there was some casting this past week. Ooh. And they have found the actor and actress who are going to play the Marvel comic book characters Cloak and Dagger on the upcoming Cloak and Dagger TV show for Freeform. Freeform mm. is uh, a fancy way of saying ABC. ABC Family. Yeah, ABC Family is freeform. And so they have cast Olivia Holt. She's one of those Disney kids who grew up nice. And Aubrey Joseph, who is not Michael B. Jordan. I'm sorry to tell Mark Reagans. It will not be Michael B. Jordan for Cloak. It is Aubrey Joseph. But I'm pretty excited. They look like Cloak and Dagger. They got Why did Mark Reagans come to buy a wrestling party? He's playing Pac-Man. I don't think Mark Reagans is a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> neither, were, neither were the 25 other people from my dealership that I invited. Uh, uh, he was he was probably busy editing a fucking podcast or something. So anyway, for those of you all out there who aren't in the know, Cloak and Dagger were characters from the Marvel. Uh, they were frequent supporting characters in the Spider-Man comic books. And it follows the interracial romance between Tandy Bowen, who is Dagger, and Tyrone Johnson, who plays Cloak. And they come from starkly different backgrounds, as you can imagine. 
each growing up with a secret they never dared share with another soul. Tandy can emit light daggers, and Tyrone has the ability to engulf others in complete darkness in his cloak. Tom, what race is Tyrone? Oh, gee. This is interracial. I don't know. What do you think? What would your first I'm guess not. be? Would you say that he's a pink uh, mountain lion? <laughs> yes. Heavens to Murgatroyd dagger. Let's get so out of here, the, even. The 1950s Broadway uh, part of New York? That's right. Uh, he he would be African-American, uh, Iron Mike. Okay, and the other person? And the girl, she is... Uh, uh, her name? What's her name? Let me guess. Tandy is her first name. I would T- say uh, Pacific Islander. Yeah, she's, she's Norwegian. Um, yeah, so Tandy and Tyrone, they, uh, they team up, and they're superheroes. They're kind of like vigilantes. So, and they're teenagers, so it'll be interesting to see how they go with this show. And apparently it's going to exist in the current Marvel Cinematic Universe continuity, so you never know. We might get some mentions of Avengers and other type stuff in the TV show. Might even have a crossover with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. since Freeform is an ABC channel. And of course, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is on ABC, so you never know. Tie it all together. Hashtag it's all connected. Wait, so Jessica Tyre- Jones won't be in it. No, Jessica no. Jones probably won't. But you might see, you know, Agent May could pop up. You never know. So Tyrone Biggins is playing Cloak? Tyrone Biggins? Yeah, Tyrone Biggins from Dave Chappelle show. <laughs> he said his name was Tyrone. No, no, no. Aubrey Joseph is playing Tyrone Johnson. Oh, okay. AKA, AKA Cloak. So he's not going to be wearing a, a red beanie and smoking crack on the Freeform channel? With with white around his mouth? No. Yes. Prob- probably not. Okay. Different person. Different person. Oh, all right, all right. So I'll give you, here's a little more info on the two characters in case you guys aren't familiar. So Tandy, a.k.a. Dagger, this is Olivia Holt's character. Once a privileged girl, Tandy Bowen watched as her family was destroyed by a disastrous storm that uprooted her life. Now, in her late teens, an unexpected encounter with a boy named Tyrone sparks a life-changing event. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, my God. Could this be any more cliche? I'm actually a fan of these characters in the comic books, but they are making them sound really bad here in this in this article that I'm reading. All right, this show is going to be awful, Tom. Let me, let me stop you right there. <laughs> Hold on. So then let me give you a little background on Tyrone. So Tyrone... Oh, who is a.k.a. Cloak and played by Aubrey Joseph, young Tyrone Johnson wanted nothing more than to prove he was fearless. But when everything he held close was taken away, life taught Tyrone to be afraid. Now, older and more sheltered, Tyrone closes himself off. But when he meets a girl named Tandy, his life changes forever. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Delete! Delete! Yep. Delete! Exit! Stage right, even! All right, Terrible. well, I have hopes because, you know, I want to have hopes, but they're not making it sound great. It sounds like it's going to be like a teen romance with just a little bit of superhero shit thrown in and not a cool superhero story with a little bit of romance thrown in. I don't know. Not good. Not, not good. good. But, we, um, you know, what? people we'll kid, reserve kids who judgment. grew up in the 80s reading comic books... You know, like myself, find those characters pretty cool and would watch it. But other people after that, like, they're not going to give two shits about these people in the show. 
Any Batman news, Tom? <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I have to say that hashtag try hard, that's what this feels like to me. It's They're trying really hard to be as PC and diversified and just every little cliche that you can possibly imagine. That's some bullshit. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, with Amazing. a capital U. Ugh. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it's great. I do like the casting choices, so I hope those actors get good scripts, and I hope they make a really cool show, and I hope the special effects are kick-ass. Do you know what the best panel in Cloak and Dagger history was in the comic books? I think you're going to tell me. When Cloak was involved with the other heroes fighting Thanos during the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline, and he engulfed Thanos in his Cloak of Darkness, uh, only to be blown to pieces because Thanos had the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. But yeah, that was the most memorable uh, thing the, they ever did in the comic books. Tore him apart from the inside, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen on this Freeform show, I'm just saying. Ah, oh, that sucks. Because that would be way too cool. So J- Josh Brolin, that's the guy who's playing Thanos, right? Yes. He's, he's not going to show up on Cloak and Dagger? Probably not. Probably not going to see him. All right, what's the Batman news I keep hearing about? Oh. Who's that guy that plays Batman? Michael Keaton or something? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, he's the vulture now. He's given up on the Batman. He's Birdman. He's Birdman, right. Uh, yeah, so apparently Ben Affleck has announced he was originally going to, but he is now not directing the upcoming Batman movie, The Batman. What? Yeah, he has stepped down as director, which can only mean good things, right? I mean, that's not that's not that doesn't spell any bad news for the movie, does it? I mean, the fact that the guy doesn't want to direct it that doesn't mean it's a shit script or anything, right? No, he's still he's he's co he's still one of the co writers, and he said in the articles that he really wanted to focus his attention on you know playing the best Batman that he can because that character is very important to him and he didn't want to you know have two crazy big jobs like that why don't they let kevin smith direct it uh supposedly matt reeves is uh, in talks for that and is that christopher reeves cousin or something it is not it's the uh, director of war of the planet of the apes oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i think i'd rather have christopher reeves cousin direct it as long as it's not Zack snyder truth well, okay, if you could choose your choice for director, if you could make the decision, who would you want Iron Mike to direct Let's Ben Affleck ba- to direct the Batman? Let's bring back Tim Burton. Okay. He's still around. He is. He is. You think Tim Burton would enjoy playing in that new DC universe that they've created on screen there? That It's too serious. He could have don't even make don't even make the movie. Let's reboot the whole thing. Tim Burton could have made some fun. Could have had fun with the Suicide Squad movie if he directed. Yeah, that. yeah he would have had fun with those characters. What do you think, Derek? Who should direct the Batman now that Ben Affleck is not going to do it? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon of WWE. Yes. And why? Because everything he touches turns to gold. I mean, just look at the XFL. Imagine a, a Quentin Tarantino Batman. Huh. Like all dark and bloody. Yeah. And long. Long with good dialogue. Yeah, too much dialogue and not enough action. <laughs> we'll have both. Good fight scenes. I think Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard. Who's that? Well, Eric, who's Drew Goddard? I, I know the name. I just refresh my memory. Did you see the Daredevil Netflix season one? Yes. The, yes. Well, Drew Goddard was the showrunner, and he wrote and directed a few of those episodes. And he's also responsible for The Cabin in the Woods. He's responsible for Martian. He had a hand in Cloverfield. He's awesome. 
All yeah, right, that'd be that's good. A good. That's a good one. I would like to see him handle Batman because he did a great job with Daredevil, and I think he could do it. But I don't think that's going to happen. Cause I just yeah, can't real, see with Jeff Johns being involved with this that they can't find someone that's going to be awesome for these movies. Yeah, I don't well, get it. Jeff Johns was also involved with the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. Oh, so God. that's all I need to say. Uh, I, I know. I mean, ugh, this makes my brain hurt. <laughs> that movie made my eyes hurt. All right, so that's that news. And then I have one final thing that I'd like to bring to your attention that I would like to discuss with you if you would give me the moment to do so. Depends what it is. All right, well, it's a little thing. It's it's a small bit of news. It's not major. It's not huge. But they finally released the fucking title of Episode Eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Star Wars The Last Jedi. is Harry Potter to... Episode Eight. That's right. It's uh, yes. Star Wars The Last Jedi is going to be the name of the next chapter in the Skywalker saga. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. A, do you like the name? B, what do you think it means? And C, if you could have picked the name, what would you have chosen? Let's go with our guest first, Mr. Iron Mike. Like, Last Jedi makes you think, is it the is it singular Jedi or plural Jedi? Right, because Jedi is could it- be single or plural, yep. And if it is just one, who is it? Mm. Is this hinting that this is hinting that Luke's going to die at some point, right? That's what some so they people, want us to think that. Some people are reading into that. Some um, people are reading into it that the Last Jedi is actually Kylo Ren. Wouldn't that be interesting? A dark Jedi? Yeah, well, he's he's not technically a Sith, so he's a Jedi who lost his way. He did train as a Jedi, not a Sith. He trained in the Jedi Temple under Luke. And then, of course, the obvious choice would be Rey, that Rey is the last Jedi, but I don't know. It seems a little bit obvious. But do you like the name? I like the name. It makes you think. Okay. And if you could have named the movie, what would you have called it? If I could have named the movie, I don't really know anything about the movie. I would have named it A Lonely Jedi. A Lonely Jedi. Not The Last Jedi, but A Lonely Jedi. I would have named it Gimme My Lightsaber Bitch. (laughs) What about you, Derek? Do you like the name? What do you think it means? And if you could have called it something else, what would you have called it? No, I like the name. Yeah, I'm with Mike where it's talking about like Luke being the last Jedi or or it seems. It could be uh, Snoke. He could be the last Jedi. Hmm. You never know. I still think Snoke is Darth Plagueis. Yeah. And then there's other rumors that he could be Mace Windu, which I'm not sure Mace how Windu. any. Yeah, uh, Samuel Snoke or Je- the Last Jedi. Snoke. Uh, oh, okay. Could be Mace do you, Windu. Do you think they'll bring back uh, prequel trilogy stuff though? Why not? They they kind of want to forget about that. Uh, I don't think that's true. I th- I'm sure if Disney can somehow make the prequels viable and find a way to make money off them again, they would do that. Yeah. What if it's Darth Maul? Mm. Back. And they only show he, the top half of him. Yeah, and he's good now, and he has a double blue lightsaber. <laughs> and he got all the horns removed from his face. Is Watto still alive? <laughs> Maybe Snoke is Watto. Maybe Snoke is Watto. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what I don't know what it could mean. I'm thinking that the last Jedi is Luke. And then he's going to take Rey under his wing and make a Jedi out of her so that he's not the last Jedi anymore? I don't know. Well, the two of them are the last Jedi. Right. As in plural Jedi. Well, Return of the Jedi is 
return of the Jedi Order, not just Luke. I guess Luke was the Jedi in that. Yeah, there was no other Jedi. And he already was the last of the Jedi Mm -hmm. in Episode 6. Well, I find it hard to believe they're going to kill off Luke when they just finally showed him in the last two minutes of (laughs) of Episode 7. So, I don't know. I don't think that's what it means. Yeah. Because you're going to need him to train. Somebody's got to train Rey. So you can't kill him off because you need him. He's he's going to be important to the story. His and ghost I, could. Yeah, I guess. I guess. His force spirit. Yeah. Well, then she could get some real kick-ass training because the force spirit of Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Luke could all team up and train her. And she'd be like the yeah. most badass Jedi ever. Qui-Gon could be there, Master Qui-Gon. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, we've never seen Qui-Gon in spirit form. They mention it in episode three. Yeah, well, That's he actually it. he shouts at Anakin in episode two, Attack of the Clones, when Anakin kills all the Tusken Raiders on Tatooine. Yeah. That's Qui-Gon's voice that shouts out, Anakin, no! Well, so. I, I just thought that was a flashback. Little prequel trivia for you. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty so wizard of me, isn't it? This is so wizard. <laughs> so wizard. I like your, your answer to the question last week, my listener question. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have Soul Wizard Podcast. That's right. I mean, they've already changed everything else about that podcast. You don't want them to have to change their name, too. No. <laughs> and just for the record, I do like their new theme song. Okay. I miss it's not it. as cool the, as ours. I'm not going to lie to you. The feud's still going on? The feud's still going no, on, the right? Feud, no, the feud's dead. The feud's over and done with, my friend. Boring. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> That was like the attitude era, Mike. Now, now we're now we're going towards the new the new PG era. Whatever this era is called now. Yeah, I'll start a feud with Mark Reagan's. How about that? I'm gonna start a fight with Mark Reagan's right here, right now. You ready? K-pop oh, yeah. sucks. Well, that's true. Discuss. So. Michael B. Jordan sucks. Oh, well, he certainly sucked in Fantastic Four, but that's not his fault. That movie was god awful. Anyways, yeah, the feud's over. There's no feud. It's all good. I think they should change the name of the new Star Wars movie. To what? If I was the director, if I was the Zack Snyder of the next Star Wars movie, I would rename it Star Wars The Last Gay Southern Gothic Playwright Jedi. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) May the force be with you. (laughs) Heavens to Murgatroyd. I've got a bad feeling about this even. Tom, instead of the Pope at New York Comic Con, you should talk like Snagglepuss. I should just walk around like Snagglepuss the entire time. (laughs) Who would know? Bella Lugosi, Pope. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. That's right. Bella Lugosi, the Pope. (laughs) Who doesn't think the Pope sounds like this? I was listening to last week's episode driving to work the other day and I almost drove off the road when I got to the part when you were like, would you would you like to hold my staff while I interview the Pope? <laughs> I hold. remember where I was when I heard that too. Would you like to hold my Pope staff while I interview you for the podcast? That's what I said. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. The Pope will definitely would you like to wear the Pope hat. The Pope will definitely make an appearance at New York Comic Con in one form or another, I promise. He will be with us. Why aren't we going to Star Wars Celebration in Orlando in April? Probably because that is two months from now and I don't have money saved up for that. I'm still saving for New York Comic Con, brother. All right. Fair enough. Besides, there's no way my wife is going to unhook the leash for me to go out and while out two times in one year. 
I'm saving it for New York Comic Con. There's no way she's going to let me do it for the Star Wars celebration as well. One year's a long time. I mean, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. What is that, a fucking song? No, I'm just saying. you could A tree could jump out of nowhere, and you could get into a car accident. A then, raccoon could jump out of nowhere, and I and could get into a car accident. have to go buy a car from yeah. someone who's not your friend. That's right. That's right. You could, you could be eaten by Pac-Man. <laughs> Time is it. Time to milk the cows. Milk the donuts. All right. <laughs> Time to make the donuts. So we all agree that we all agree that the Last Jedi is a good name. I like it. Yeah. I like it better than Force Awakens. You didn't like Force Awakens when they first announced that. What do you think of it now? I don't mind it. Yeah, I mean it makes sense once you've seen the movie. It makes sense. The Force Awakens. Oh. Once you've heard him say, "Have you felt it?" Have you felt it? Maybe, have yeah, maybe uh, The Last Jedi will make sense. Well, I would hope so. When, yeah. Is that coming out in last, this year? It'd be like if they named it the December. E- the Ewok December. shits, and then there's not an Ewok in the movie. Like I, I would hope. Oh, uh, I, I hope there's Ewok. You hope there's what if the Ewoks? Last Jedi is an Ewok? <laughs> what if it? What if it's the last Ewok? It's like Wicket's son. It'd be his yeah. grandson at this point. Oh yeah, his grandson. Well, no, I mean, he was he was young at the time. I'm just saying the the, the, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> that's right, Derek. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Like, too. That's it, a. Great... It could be that little baby baby Ewok that you see at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. That could be the last Jedi. I just think, like, you know, go with the formula that works. You had Empire Strikes Back was episode five, the second part of the original trilogy. Yeah. And so this one should be something similar to that. Like, you know, the New Order, I'm sorry, the First Order got their asses handed to them at the end of Force Awakens. So this should be like, you know. The Order Strikes Back. <laughs> you know, I don't, not, nothing like that. but Attack of the Clones Strike Back. <laughs> I like that. Supreme Leader Snoke strikes back. Or the guy with the red sideburn strikes back. Something how, strikes back. How about they call it the Knights of Ren? I think that would be awesome. Ooh. Strike back. <laughs> Return of the Knights of Ren. I don't know. It's a good name. I mean, I, I'm sure it'll make sense. I don't know. We'll see. The Last Jedi's New Hope. Just give me a fucking trailer already. Give me a teaser. <laughs> Could be a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, that'd be good. Now that we have the name, let's see Let's see some footage. Let's go. I mean, it's less than a year away. Can you give us something? Yeah, they just gave you the title of the movie. No, you know, I mean, give me some visuals. So they're, yeah, they're going to kill off Luke. They're going to kill off Leia. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that with Carrie Fisher. Maybe it's going to be Masa Meda. Masa Meda's the last Jedi? Well, that would be a twist. She was holding that Jedi uh, lightsaber. How about if Masa Meda is really Supreme Leader Snoke? They're both ugly. They both look similar, yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm annoyed with Masameda because Lupita Nuango is Masameda and she's one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Who? Lupita Nuango. Jabba Nuango? <laughs> Jabba Nanichiwan. I'm not speaking Hutanese. That's the girl's name. Lupita. Yeah. Anyway, she's she's beautiful and she's a Muppet. She's a CGI Muppet. It's fucking awful. Like, I want to look at that girl. She should be in the movie. That's it. That's my rant on Masameda. I give up. You're right. You're right. So you're saying a Muppet could be one of the last Jedi? No. Talking uh, about... Never mind. Well, Yoda was a Muppet. That's a it, Jedi. That's true. true. That's a good point. Huh. Good point. I just cool want to know... If the, last, if the last Muppet Jedi was like Lou Zealand. 
and he threw his fucking lightsaber like a boomerang instead of a fish. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you think they're ever going to bother to explain how Masameda came up with... Why am I saying Masameda? It's Mas Kanata. <laughs> Mas- Masameda is a totally different character. Hello, mother. Hello, father. <laughs> uh, Mas Kanata. Something, something. Mas Kanata. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway... Thanks for correcting me, Derek. I've been saying the wrong name for the last ten fucking minutes, sounding like a total doofus. Sorry, it's like I was thinking of shitty uh, prequel characters. <laughs> That's who Masameda is from the yes. shitty prequels. So, anyway, do you think they're going to ever explain how Masconada came up with Luke's lightsaber? Because she gives it to Ray, and she just says. You know, someone says to her, "How'd you? Where'd this come from?" Oh, that's a story for another time, or something to that effect. Are they yeah. ever going to bother to explain how that came to her possession? Yes, they will. You think well, so? They can't now. The whole temple came down. So is she dead? No, she she's alive. We'll explain it. We'll find out. We have to. I guess there's that's a di- the light. That's the lightsaber that when his when Luke's hand got cut off. Yes, yes. When he found out that Vader was his father, and it fell down into the chute. That's right on Cloud City. He? he was at Cloud City. He was, on, yeah, he was so in Bespin. Cloud- Cloud City is what? One of those gas giant planets? Mm-hmm. There's a mining colony. Is there a surface to that? No. Yeah, the planet is Bespin. Yeah. It's the Bespin system. But does it have like a rock surface or is it like a cloud? I think it's like a... Is it like is it like Jupiter that's all gas with no... Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, did that hand? We saw it fall down into the hole, right? Fall down into the abyss. It did fall into the hole. Maybe she was down there. <laughs> you think she was hiding yeah. out on Cloud City? Was mining down there? Yeah, well, mining clouds. You know what the story, the backstory is? She was dating an Ugnot at the time, so she happened to be there at Cloud City because she was getting her groove on with one of the Ugnots. Oh wow! Mind blown. I'm picturing that now. No, <laughs> don't don't do that. That's an awful visual for you. But yeah, she gets it on with all the little people. She fucks Ewoks. She's into Jawas. She's she gets it all. She related to Masameda. <laughs> I've just about had enough of you. All right, let's. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's all the news I. That's fit to print. That's all the news fit to describe and to discuss. What about Lego Batman sets that we got at an awesome price this week? Yeah, we can talk about that. Oh, I, I was actually going to mention. I was going to tell you to save that for recommendations because we do. Oh. So, we do have to give some recommendations. So why don't you make that your recommendation, Derek? And you can tell all the listeners out there what happened. Well, on um, online the other day, Walmart website had Lego Batman the Joker's notorious lowrider set mm-hmm. for half price $27 that is, I was is able that a to lot? Grab it. well it's normally $59.99 I was so able to grab one of each for myself and Mr. Tom yeah buddy you're a good man I almost feel bad for not buying a car from you <laughs> it's awesome I bought two from him though, so he- he did. Yeah. And my wife bought like three cars from him, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I uh, I went today to Walmart, and I found the Joker, the little bag Joker with the cool gun, the Walmart exclusive from the Lego Batman movie. So I was pretty stoked to get that, and it was only 4 bucks, which is a nice price for a Lego minifigure. And it's, mm-hmm. it comes with some cool accessories. So it's totally worth 4 bucks. I highly recommend everyone go out and get that. And I found a couple of those DC Lego movies 
and they come with exclusive minifigures. And I got Bat-Zaro, which is like the Bizarro version of Batman, and the Trickster, which is a Flash villain. If anyone knows the Flash, you're familiar with the Trickster. Ooh. So yeah. I was pretty psyched because those were 750 apiece for the movie and the minifigure, which is totally worth it. And they both came with a coupon for $5 off the Lego Batman movie that's coming out. So I call that a win-win. Does it look like Mark Hamill's trickster? Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So I recommend everyone go out and grab those if you're into Legos. And if you're not, then ignore my recommendation. Just watch the blacklist. That's what I got. How about you, Iron Mike, Farmer Mike? What do you got? What do you want to recommend to the knotheads out there? What about a uh, listener question? Oh, God. This episode is getting long. Real quick. Another the episode glass. they can't go up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're over an hour, Derek can't put them on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Too late. Uh, so no, no to that? No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. From the Glass Man of the, West Hartford. The Glass Man. Does he make glass? His last name is Glass. Oh, okay. Any last names here? No, no last names. <laughs> Delete! 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 This question is, you know that guy Jay Money? I do know him, yes. Why do they call him Jay Money? That's his question? Yeah. <laughs> I say it at the beginning of every episode. He's the man who brings the money. How did he get it originally? He just brings money? Derek, you want to take this? Does money I don't even know, want, honestly. That, that's he, honestly going to have to be a question for, for the, the man who brings the money himself. I mean, does he even want people to know their exactly. origin of his know. name? I mean, I don't know that that's information he wants out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's very private. A nickname is very private to a man. Like, my nickname's Snagglepuss, and I don't want to tell you guys why. Like, huh. I, it's very personal to me why my nickname is Snagglepuss. And it's none of your business, even. Mine's Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry Tom. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I was referring to Tombstone movie. Come on. Of course. One of the greatest westerns of all time. Oh, my God, easily. No one denies this. So there may not even be an answer to this. There may not. Can I give you my recommendation now? Yeah, give me your real recommendation. My real one? Go ahead. Uh, check out uh, Par- Powerless on uh, TV this week. It'll be airing uh, this week when this show comes out. Awesome. Well, I will recommend The Blacklist as always, and I will also recommend Colony on USA has been really good. If you haven't been watching that, get on that. Still and, trying to watch um, that. And then next week, uh, The Walking Dead comes back from its mid-season hiatus. So. And Blacklist Redemption starts soon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sorry we couldn't answer that listener question for you. I'll just, if you want, I can edit all that out. There's... <laughs> We could just we could save that question for next week when money's actually on the show. That's what we'll do. Don't don't apologize to me. <laughs> Tell that guy Glassman. I, I, I think of a better question. I apologize to Glassman. What's his superpower? He's uh, really good at Mario Kart. There you go. <laughs> that's his mutant ability. <laughs> awesome. But that's not his only mutant ability. Why? What's his other one? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Delete. <laughs> so, Mike, do you have a recommendation for the knotheads out there? I have a recommendation for you. Watch the OA on Netflix. I think Tom, you would like it. The OA. I've heard of that. Yes, this came out of nowhere. It's good. Yeah, uh, you know Herschel from Walking Dead. I do know him very well. 
He was in the, he was in uh, Providence last year. Yeah, he's a good but, guy. Uh, he's in it. It's about a uh, I guess well Herschel's daughter. And that would uh, that would of course be Maggie Herschel's daughter. Oh uh, well, <laughs> that's not Maggie in this show. Oh, then it's the other one, the annoying one who sings a lot. Yeah, the annoying one her who name sings is, a lot. And her name is Beth. Yeah. So this show is about Beth. Sure, it's about Beth, but okay. not really. She, it's about that... a girl that goes missing. A little blind girl goes missing. And, everyone, and we assume she's dead, right? Sure. Just like in Stranger Wrong. Things, we assumed Will was dead. Yep. Wrong. They finished Stranger Things. Yeah. Six, seven years later, she comes back. She can see, and she throws herself off a bridge. Uh, why? Why? You're going to have to watch to find out. Okay. So she comes back just to kill herself. Yeah, but does she kill herself, or does she come back? Oh, interesting. And why can she see now? She was blind from birth, but now she can mysteriously see again. Huh. So it's like a sci-fi show. Yeah, it's like Thundar the Barbarian. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. So it takes place in. in 1994? It's modern day. In a world of super science and sorcery? Wizards. <laughs> are there The dra- only kind of science. Wait a minute, are there dragons in this? Because I'm there all over be. it. I'm all over it. If it gets you to watch it, I'll say yes. Okay. Tom, if I went back to college, I would major in super science and minor in sorcery. You should. You should. I can't tell you what the OA stands for yet. You'll find out in episode eight. Okay. Awesome. There's like 10 episodes. All right. I'll check that out. I will check that out. Well, we we actually major in sorcery here at the podcast. That's why we are magic. And metal. And metal. And metal. All right, boys. Well, thank you for those recommendations. And also, thank you for joining me this week to discuss all the nerdy news that's fit to talk about. And on behalf of my magical and metal co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> oh, God. Not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with that. <laughs> Stop with the gay jokes, even. And... <laughs> Filling in for the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money, we have Mr. Iron Mike. I'm here to fuck candy and eat bitches. <laughs> all right. And I'm all out of bitches. Nice. So go fuck some candy then. My name is Tom Van Zandt. This has been episode number seven of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Apologies to whoever we offended, and we'll talk to you again next week. Until then, bye bye. Dropping a bomb like that on somebody is downright rude.